0: Welcome to another edition of Life Behind Bars. I'm Noah Rothbaum, The Daily Beast, half-full editor. Joining me, as always, is my colleague and co-host, David Longrich. How are you, Dave? I'm hanging in there. (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. (laughs) Just barely. Excellent. Well, I I think this topic will buoy your spirits. Obviously, New York is home to uh, now... Hundreds of bars, it seems. Thousands Thousands of bars. bars. Thousands of bars. At least the you and I visit, let alone all the other bars. Well, I'm
1: probably good for hundreds. Right. uh, (laughs) Thousands thousands would be a stretch. I would if I could.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it is funny because some of our favorite bars in New York have been around for hundreds of years, right? I mean, they go back, you know. Yeah, at least a century and a half and more. Right. I mean, it's... I mean, for a city where it's amazing if you make one anniversary or two anniversaries, I mean, so many places or you know go out, you know, once they're yeah, you know, New York the is not kind second, to its sister. No, or you know, once your first lease runs out, you're never going to get that yeah. second lease. And, yep. You know, it's you know, hopefully it's a thirty year lease, but it's more likely these days to be much less than that. Yeah, and we lose a lot of old bars oh uh, as a
1: result, uh, but there are a few survivors, yeah. thank God mostly be, people who who uh were either financially lucky or very very smart and at some point bought the building yeah that is the rule number 1 in new york real yeah. estate and you buy the
0: building and you get these like you know holdouts in between usually yeah. you know surrounded by skyscrapers and you know or all types of developments and there's this one holdout there yeah. i mean I like kind of,
1: there, there's one holdout down in uh, tribeca tribeca is the fanciest neighborhood in manhattan probably <laughs> triangle below pound. triangle yeah. below canal right? it's a
0: very rich neighborhood totally invented by real estate people yeah
1: and uh full of uh you know robert de niro and people like that oh, yeah and yet among all this uh very quiet uh very extreme wealth is the nancy whiskey oh yeah which is the diviest goddamn <laughs> bar uh one of the diviest bars in manhattan and uh a really a, uh, a rough-edged drinking person's drinking bar. You oh, know? for sure. And uh, no, no frills, no fancy. If you go in there, you're going to end up talking to some person who uh, <laughs> might have had four too many drinks by two <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon sure and is sure. Uh, sure. on about some goddamn thing right exactly and
0: they will talk to you and you better be ready for that and and that person just might be you on the, yeah. a certain day <laughs> yeah. you never it might be me that's right sure. you could be yeah. one of those two people yeah. The day. Yeah, yeah. there is certainly a few different old bars either in Tribeca or near like yeah. i mean it's also some of the oldest parts of the city. You know, the New York starts obviously right at the harbor, right? And then, yeah. like, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously the it first creeps up. Yeah, exactly. The first settlements are literally right there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you creep up, and then the rich people keep basically moving north and further north and further north is just yeah, of sort of like stretches uh, out.
1: you know like a, a a
0: snake shedding its skin exactly and there <laughs> you know the what used to be rich parts of the city turn into like you know slums and give yep. this constant reinvention at the same time manhattan since it was a colony people are always extending the tip further and further out with landfill whether yep. it's Ships, which is why we always have like First Street, Water Street, you know, like yeah, all these. Yeah,
1: it's like, like that's wait, not first anymore. Wait, wait, right, exactly. Yeah. Why does this come after this one? Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. aren't we already at yeah, the, New uh, Street?
0: Exactly. It's like how how did this street get to be new? <laughs> hmm. And that and that continues. I mean, for for decades. I mean, we see like oh, yeah. you know when the original World Trade Center is built, all the buildings that are flat, and they take that right, and then they build Battery Park City. That's the rubble I think is dumped into the Hudson.
1: Yep. And for for a while there, it was like uh, this. Uh, uh, a beach there. Right, <laughs> you know, exactly.
0: An artificial beach made exactly. out of old old houses and stuff. You and I have lived in this crazy city for a long time. And it's, I mean, there's always been an amazing turn in New York. Oh, yeah. Literally since, you know, Peter Stuyvesant's came. Oh, since but the, like,
1: be- the beginning. I mean, the earliest bars in New York, you know, we've got notes about, like, this tavern here and right. that tavern there. There were, there were a few... Uh, Downtown, there was a Shakespeare Tavern. There, there were a bunch of others, and they're all long gone. You know, oh yeah. Uh, Some of them made it into the 19th century. Some of the really old ones from the uh, pre-British days, uh, from from the British days rather. Uh, The Dutch, the Dutch ones, uh, I think made it maybe into the 18th century. Usually, bars, even the oldest bars, only last about 100 years here. If you can beat 100 years, (laughs) you're you're really you're really doing something. The real estate in New York is just like a lawnmower, you know, it just goes over the old neighborhoods exactly. and just trims down everything over uh, and over again, yeah. yeah, over
0: and over again. Or you're able to go like subterranean, like, yeah. uh, what's that one? Oh, fafs, fafs. Yeah. Then the cellar, right. Which yeah. is, you know, which maybe lasted
1: it's a, maybe 40 years. You know, that was yeah, a good long time. That's a good one. Yeah. There was a bo- bohemian bar on fifth Avenue. Uh, yeah. Where, uh, Walt Whitman, I think. Is yeah. It? Walt Whitman, Edgar Allan Poe and Jerry Thomas, the famous bartender. Right. All hung out there.
0: It's still like in some, you know, it keeps sort of reinventing itself. Like in some,
1: people still use the name for some of those cellars yeah. around there. Yeah, it's
0: true. I don't know if it's actually the right cellar. No, but it's, it's it's a different cellar. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's nearby. The wrong it's right. nearby. At it's least like, at the same longitude and latitude. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, at the same level. Yeah, under the ro- you know. Yeah, same that's elevation. Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's too funny. But at, in a lot of those original bars. You know, at least if you go buy, you know, some of, you know, novels and other nonfiction books, you know, people are eating oysters and. Yeah, there were a lot of oyster saloons. Oyster saloons were, I mean, New York was famous dude, all these oyster beds before they're overfished. There was
1: Sandy Welch's Oyster Saloon on uh, Lower Broadway, which was uh, hugely popular, famous in New York from around 1830 up into the 1850s until Sandy Welch uh, took the pledge and became a prohibitionist oh. or temperance uh, person but but it, but it was famous for its uh, its Tom and Jerry and its punch yeah. as much as for its oysters yeah. at, at Sandy Welch's so you know you would th- those things tended to go together
0: and i think people forget that I mean, New York really was a maritime city. I mean, we were... Oh, so much more than now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were all about shipping. We were all yeah. about ships. I mean, this was like a major port.
1: On New York Harbor today, if you like take the Staten Island Ferry, yeah.
0: which is free and
1: is, is a beautiful ride. Uh, and uh, you go out on the harbor and you'll see maybe four or five other boats. Right. Maybe 10, you right. know, uh, in during your 20-minute ride. Right. and. If you went in uh, 1880 or even, you know, 1800, there would have been two or 300 boats. Oh, yeah. It would have been just packed. Oh, yeah. There would have been boats everywhere. Yeah. Ships coming in. Uh, Even, you know, in the first part of the 20th century, there might be like, a uh, massive Navy battleships going up to the Brooklyn Navy, Navy yard going oh, under yeah. the Brooklyn bridge. That's why the Brooklyn bridge is so tall <laughs> is, uh is uh, you wanted ships to be able to oh, go yeah. under it. And so that's why they had to build them so high off the water. Oh yeah. You know, wherever there's ships, there's waterfront. Oh, for sure. And whenever
0: there's waterfront, there's bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All these sailors going all around the world, drinking different things in different ports. Sailors are always thirsty. They're going around. They're trying things. They're bringing stuff back. Uh,
1: there's the ear in right on the far west side of Tribeca yeah. is uh, not always been a bar, but it has been a bar in the past and is a bar now and that's uh you know right on the waterfront and that's still got a a serious waterfront vibe even even though oh, yeah. that neighborhood is so gentrified is. and some of the
0: people in there are like fashion models oh, but there're
1: yeah. also some pretty rough and tumble types yeah. in there and, still and and
0: the neon sign and the way that it looks it's like yep. right off of like a the way they, the, it's like a pulp novel cover yep. you know like a film noir you know yeah. you expect to be in some kind of Stanley Kubrick you know uh yeah, killer's it's, kiss or something. it's still
1: got some of that, a oh, little yeah. bit of that, uh, you know, there, there's uh, uh, Montero's in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Down by the waterfront is a pretty legit Sailors Dive that last time I was in there there were a couple uh it was during fleet week and there okay. were a couple of a couple of sailors in white. It was amazing. I was like, Wow, you guys are like straight out of central casting, <laughs> you know, it's like
0: This looks very authentic. Yeah, they they went to the sailors bar. And and, and that was <laughs> is that part of the last bit of like Red Hooks like Portuguese like uh History or not really? No, I
1: think it's it's uh, well, it's it's on Atlantic Avenue, so oh, it's yeah. not quite in Red Hook. Yeah, but it's it's definitely part of the waterfront yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Brooklyn. You yeah. know the the and there was uh, a lot of Spanish and Portuguese. Oh yeah, the Long Island Bar, which is sure. now one of the famous cocktail bars in uh, in New York, was originally a, a, a Spanish diner. Yeah, yeah. Hispanic, uh, yeah. and
0: they they were I think from Spain. Oh yeah, yeah. two sisters maybe.
1: Yeah, and uh, and their husband, uh, well, the husband of one yeah. of them.
0: And Sonny's, obviously, that, yeah. and that's...
1: That's down in Red Hook. Yeah. That's an old Waterfront yeah. Dive yeah. that became an art bar just right. because Sonny, who came from Waterfront Dive people, right. actually liked art. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was his bar, goddammit. Yeah. he and do what he wanted with it. And he and his family owned the building. So who cares?
0: Well, that, that sort of saves another bar, too. One of our favorite bars in the world is McSorley's. Yeah. You know, and um, and I, I guess now... Uh, the East Village I mean until Yeah I mean comes it's up, Across from you, fancy New buildings I was gonna say uh, i do not sure if that If it really counts When there's like A Rem Coolhouse building You know Around know. the Around the corner And you know There's this And that star architect You know It's this, no longer A working class neighborhood no, no No It's the type of thing Where like If you fell asleep For a long nap Inside McStory's And you reemerged, You'd have no idea Where the hell you were Yeah because <laughs>
1: These Everything would be different. Exactly. all the buildings
0: are different. All the businesses are different. Right, exactly. All the people it's are different. The only last thing and part of it is, is they own the building. Yeah, and that and that.
1: And ex- they've been, you know, they've been there in the same, not quite the same family. They had a couple right. shifts of ownership, but they were like within their social circle exactly. and uh, and uh, carefully chosen. Since eighteen fifty four
0: is the year that's given, and it's not far off from that. And what's funny is that. I think it's both the bar and also the old ice chest came off of a schooner. Mm -hmm. Like the original owner, like to save money, bought fixtures kind of like, you know, people do now, like auction. But again, talking about New York's maritime routes, it's literally they bought it off of an old ship, like to save money.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, they came on a ship. They bought it. They bought it. uh, You know, everything went through the harbor. Oh, yeah. And people uh, had a strong orientation to it. Oh,
0: yeah. There aren't that many places where you can say somebody like Lincoln and Houdini and God knows whoever else came yeah. through
1: McSorley's and drank beer and drank beer because that's all you could drink there. By it the was a beer hole. house, right? And it's still a beer house. Those those you know. tiny
0: mugs of beer. Yeah.
1: Oh, they were bigger back then. Right. But a fist but, of yeah,
0: a fist of dark or a fist of light. That's yep. the only two varieties. Uh, I don't know how they carry so many of those pint glasses. You know, they'll carry yeah. like you know. I'm like certainly not in my at hands, the time. but yeah, no, the, in each fist they can, you know, the
1: place is as close to unchanged as a yeah. place can get. I mean, with, uh, I have been drinking there since the late seventies and that's a long time ago now. Yeah. Uh, I've been drinking there for 40 years, more than 40 years. And I'm not that old. I'm 58. So. I was going to say
0: you're probably one of the younger yeah. people at certain yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, it, has changed very little during that time. There's now, I think, a TV that they roll out on Super Bowl Sunday. Although nobody ever goes. I always want to go. Yeah, I think maybe this year. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mmm! You and I have to go because it's the one time a year where there's literally nobody in McSorley's. It's a rarity. I know. It's amazing. It's, they close early because nobody ever shows yeah. up for Super Bowl. sudden, they will go. No, why would they go there? You and I <laughs> yeah. will go. We'll have beer. Yeah, we'll, we'll have beer. Some, we'll,
1: we'll eat cheese and crackers. Uh, saltines. A sleeve yeah. of saltines. Uh,
0: the remains of the free lunch. You, exactly. you, you have to pay for it, but not much. Grilled cheese, I think, yeah. they'll make if they're in a good yeah. mood. If not, they'll make a... Cheeseburger or like a liverwurst sandwich, which I've never been brave enough to eat. But um, uh, I've seen people eat it. I've seen it. I, yeah. I've seen it. Uh, I've, I've seen.
1: Uh, I've had friends of mine order it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get
1: the chili, which is yeah. also a little takes a little bit of bravery, yeah. but uh, is is pretty good.
0: Yeah. There, there was a guy named Rafe Bartholomew wrote a book. His his father has been working there for I, yeah. I think since the '60s, and you know, the, after I read some of the memories about their kitchen, made me. Um, more inclined to eat before I got yeah. there. <laughs> I uh, just see, stick probably with the crackers I, and cheese. I, I don't from know. Now on. I,
1: I I've been eating there since forever. I and, guess. Enough, and it hasn't killed me. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've even gotten sick from it. No, so.
0: no. Enough uh, beer will be fine.
1: Yeah, enough beer. Exactly. Well the funny, but,
0: uh, yeah go ahead. The funny thing there is that like that old dice chest, like literally they used like they still use it, but yeah. they used to use it for food. And then the health department was like, it's not exactly, it doesn't keep a consistent temperature (laughs) for the big cheese. It's like 150 years old, this thing. But now they use it to keep, like, you know, the soda and all the canned goods. Yeah, because they don't. But it's kind of amazing. I mean, it's like, you know. They
1: don't serve bottled beer there. They they served bottled Guinness for a while as an experiment. I remember. How'd that go? Uh, People ordered it occasionally, and they just said to hell with it. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of the different kinds of bars you have in New York. Uh, Back uh, in the 1860s, 1870s, the... uh, Brooklyn Eagle did a kind of a list of the different types of bars, and that was a pretty big paper. Yeah, and it was that a was, big paper. Was, I mean, Brooklyn was, was its own
0: city. Yeah, then. it was it its was, own
1: city, and that was its number one paper. Yeah, and uh, it talks about uh, there was the the Shades, and the McSorleys huh. is the Shades. Okay, it's a place where you do your drinking at tables mostly. I've never heard this. Term and before, uh, you but drink I love mostly it. beer. Yeah. It's an English thing. Okay, and it was named after a bar in London, the Shades, huh. and uh, and everybody still was open, a copy. But yeah. You know, everybody was kind of copying on that. Right. And so you have, and there was the famous Shades on Thames Street in New York Hmm. uh, behind uh, Liberty Church and, you know, down there. Sure. uh, Down uh, in Lower Manhattan. And that had been open since the 1830s. And McSorley's comes, you know, 25 years later. And it's pretty much a Shades, and it's still a Shades. And that was, you know, the Shades, you might be able to get like some roast beef or you know a little bit of simple english style yeah. food and drink beer at a table right. they might have occasionally spirits uh, then there was the uh, hotel bar you sure. know fanciest of the fancy everything oh, yeah. you know like like top grade like, uh, like the Hoffman
0: House, or yeah, or, the
1: Hoffman House, uh, the Astor House, oh, yeah. uh, which was
0: down uh, across from City Hall. And the Hoffman House was around Madison Square Park. Yeah, it was on right? Madison so, Square Park, which was pretty. Yeah. And, and Madison Square Garden was originally there too. Yeah, it was there too. Exactly. That name.
1: Yeah, hence the name. You'd have the uh, French-style cafes okay. where you'd sit at tables and right. drink wine. Uh, mostly champagne was the wine that people mostly
0: drink. Doesn't sound bad to me. And
1: you might have uh, you know little uh, glasses of brandy and things yeah. like that. And that would be waiter service. You'd also have coffee and things right. like that. And they had those in New York. And then you had what they what, what they called was the American bar, which uh, was a stand-up bar, no bar stools, and that's where you drink cocktails. Right. You never lingered at those places. The American bar, you'd go in, you'd have a round of drinks, maybe three rounds of drinks, two or three. Uh, You know, whoever you were with, you'd buy a round, and then out you go. And you'd drink those standing up.
0: Kind of like the Italian espresso bar, like in Italy, where you go in, have an espresso bang it down, leave.
1: Yeah, and you'd go out, and and these things were open all day. Right. And uh, you'd go in and have your cocktail at 8 in the morning and then go to work. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Which is, you know, I'd work in an office if (laughs) if I could do that too. (laughs) (laughs) It was before you had to... uh, to talk on telephones right. to uh, people who weren't right there in front of you, it was <laughs> before uh, you had to operate any kind of office machinery. Right. Right. It was uh, before streetcars
0: were uh, mechanized, and it was a different world. It was a different where, world. Where, where do you think like the Delmonicos of like that world fit in? Like, was that sort of
1: that like... was uh, that was kind of like the hotel bars, yeah, yeah, yeah. very fancy, you
0: know, yeah. best of everything. Yeah, uh,
1: and uh, those places you might. They had tables along with the uh, yeah. with this with the stand up bar. Yeah. But if you drank at the bar there, you would stand. Yeah. Nobody had bar stools. Huh. The only you know who had bar stools was oyster bars, because you were eating. <laughs> okay. And uh, bar stools and uh, soda fountains. Yeah. Because it was for, they were you know for uh, ladies and kids also. Ladies weren't supposed to be strong enough to be able to stand at a bar. They had delicate constitutions was the theory. People, people have always been extremely yeah. stupid. Um,
0: <laughs> but anyway. We associate things like oyster houses with New Orleans, yeah. and, you know, uh, other cities. Oh, New York had
1: so many. And we were pulling them right out of the harbor. Oh, yeah. Which is a little terrifying. <laughs> well, now. Now. Yeah. Well, even then, I mean, yeah. where did all the sewers drain? <laughs> In bars like that, you would have stools. And after Prohibition, it was all bar stools. Yeah. Because I, I think everybody went over to Europe and saw the Europeans always had
0: stools at their bars. And we forgot. I mean, like, we, we forgot. We forgot everything. I mean, yeah, we so forgot we...
1: everything. We learned it all from Europe. <laughs> exactly. And the Europe, the Europeans, it was all the game of telephone. Yeah. You know, the Europeans learned it from us, and then we learned it from them. And so we... Uh, Kind of did everything a little
0: bit differently after prohibition, and I imagine the speakeasies were kind of like a hodgepodge of both. Like some of yeah. the, like the fancier ones exactly right. were kind of club-like and you know yeah. had tables and looked like restaurants or yeah. bars or private clubs, and the like the down and dirty ones were you didn't want to linger. I mean, it was well, that was the other
1: kind of of, yeah. uh, of of bar that we haven't really talked about is uh, dive bars. Of which New York always had very many. Oh yeah, uh, New York City was not the inventor, as far as I can tell, of the word of the term dive. I
0: think. Oh, that, right. that goes to Buffalo. And we have a whole previous episode all about yeah, the dive bar. Yeah, all about it's... the dive bar.
1: But uh, New York had lots of dive bars. Oh yeah. And there were places, uh, waterfront ones like Jimmy the Priest's. That was one of the models for Eugene O'Neill. The Iceman, the Iceman cometh. And the Iceman cometh, and that was a pretty. Rotten Bar. Uh, <laughs> and it finally closed in uh, around 1918 because uh, they uh, killed four of their uh, residents with with uh, methanol poisoning oh. by buying uh, bootleg liquor that was uh, not correct. <laughs> and it wasn't bootleg because it was illegal. No, It was just they were getting it because it was extra cheap. Oh. Yeah, and uh, four of their guys died. There were a lot of places like that. These yeah. just... Rough waterfront water joints. or yeah. And, you know, not all of them were as unscrupulous as that one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were just, you know, they were just low to the ground. I yeah. mean, they were places for people who didn't have a lot of money to yeah, drink. Yeah, or
0: sailors coming in and out, yeah, I you mean, know.
1: But one of the drinks, which is sounds awful today because it was awful, this stuff called um, mild ale, which was uh, not mild ale. It was stale beer uh, mixed oh. with... Uh, Oh, wait, they called a mulligan, and the mulligan was something you kept in a bottle behind the bar, and it was there to disguise the taste of the stale beer. Yeah, I, t- I tried making some once. I followed a recipe, and I pried a couple nails from the floorboards of my house. My house is old enough to have iron nails right. because you'd put a couple iron nails, Ugh. a splint of pine wood, uh, some gin. You got this recipe from Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's yeah. from the potions master, yeah. and then you'd fill it up with stale beer. Oh, and hot sauce. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, we talked about this, you know, before in an earlier episode yeah. about sort of the Great American Whiskey myth. This idea that like what people were drinking,
1: yeah, they were you know, drinking,
0: yeah, a <laughs> hundred years ago is amazing. And the same thing I think is with cocktails too. Where yeah. you know in these. Proto New York bars, you know, you know, it's been so fetishized and mythologized that yeah. like people think that it's just were these amazing yeah. bastions of cocktails.
1: And in the dives, they were drinking stale beer with like with iron and pine. Yeah, in it. you I mean, know, just, it's like just because or what passed that was or whiskey or yeah, four. exactly because they were poor. Yeah, and that's what you could get. You yeah. know, and it was. I mean, there's no disguising it. New York has always been a a, a pretty rough. Insensitive town. Yeah. It's like you know, well, the rich people in New York,
0: uh, you could get the best of everything. <laughs> right. Uh, the poor people, mm. you know, I've read certain accounts of like bars in like the Five Points section, which yeah. is you know the was the poorest. Yeah, rough. Most rough, but like you know, are we romanticizing them? You know, sound fun with dancing and music. You know, but they're also pickpockets and yeah. you know murderers. I mean, they, and,
1: if you couldn't pay your tab, you'd be thrown out naked on the street. Right. Well, I mean, you know. Then what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and if it's winter? So what? So what? You didn't pay. You right. know, we took your clothes. Right. Because you, you owed us money. <laughs> you shouldn't have had those extra four cocktails.
0: Right. <laughs> but it's interesting that it, you know, somehow over the next 200 years, give or take, yeah. turns this all of these different types of bars and bartenders and drinks somehow turn into this idea of like a... New York bar, you know, and yeah. this, you know, this, uh, you know, I don't know, Irish bartender, and you know, kind of like a, like a more gritty cheers almost. You yeah, know, where
1: yeah. So they're supposed to be gruff and warm, exactly. warm hearted, right? And you know, they weren't always that warm hearted
0: right. back in the day.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of fighting in bars too, which yeah. uh, even more than now. Oh, for sure, uh, there was a lot of fighting. Uh,
0: Fighting and gambling and vice, Yeah, gambling, and,
1: prostitution
0: everywhere. I mean, all types of crazy, all, all stuff types is of crazy happening stuff. in bars. I, I yeah, just, it's just I think it's funny how we've, you know, this idea of a New York bar has evolved and sanitized in many ways to, you know, it's, it's true. Like, coach from Cheers, you know, the sort of kind-hearted, old. Yeah, yeah older, gruff. Gruff, but but with a heart of gold. And a towel, a bar towel yeah. over his shoulder, you know, yeah. ready to help you, you know, if you really need it. But until that moment, he's like, step in. <laughs> he's
1: not you know. going to throw you out naked on no, the street no, in January. No, no, He'll take you in.
0: He'll take yeah. you in and feed you he's, and he's gonna, pack your wounds and feed you soup, you know. He's going
1: to take your shoes. <laughs>
0: Give you you know tough advice. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to yeah,
1: hear. No, and they were they didn't do that. Yeah,
0: I don't know if that ever existed. No, not uh, really.
1: Maybe if you were a millionaire, <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, they knew that you, you were good for Delmonico's. Uh, yeah, uh, Delmonico's or the Fifth Avenue right, Hotel, exactly. where the bartender knew you, but only if the bartender knew you. Exactly, because there's plenty of accounts of people getting kicked out of those places too. <laughs> and they and they weren't you know
0: out of the back door, but still, yeah, yeah. but bounced bounced out of the back door, yeah, not out of the front door. Oh. Uh, New York. Well, I can't wait to see what what comes next. There's always I something know. next. I know. There's always something next. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be, you know, in 100 years, people will be talking about, you know, places like PDT and Death & Co. as being a centuries old. Uh, hopefully, some of the bars that we know on Some love, of these bars are going to survive. Some of them will hold on, hopefully, yep. for, for decades, if uh, not Some of
1: them will eventually longer. buy their buildings. Exactly. And then uh, they'll... Through
0: some kind of miracle. Through
1: some kind of miracle, and they'll pass yeah. them on to their kids right. and... Uh, They'll continue. I mean, yeah. statistically, some of them have Somebody to. Somebody has to. Someone. Somebody has to. One of them. Has I don't to. know who it's going to be,
0: but right. it's going to be awesome. Well, if anybody's listening to this 100 years from now, uh, hopefully some of these Let gonna, us know. Let us know. <laughs> have, go to the bar. Have a drink for us. Uh, yeah. Toast to old New York.
1: Tell Francine Cecchini that uh, <laughs> her great grandfather ran a good bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Cheers. Dave and I encourage you to drink responsibly, always. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.